Welcome to the Neurodiverse Toolbox with Sheila Kieschlin and Paige Kieschlin. Good morning. Good morning, Paige. Good morning, Mom. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Is it cold up there? Kind of. Kind of. It's supposed to snow here today. Well, I it's think maybe to... rain. I think it's just going to oh. be rain. Oh, we've had rain. Yeah. You probably have everything right before we do, and then it comes down to us. Yes. Yeah, that's that's yeah. probably how it goes. Um, <clears throat> so today we're talking about postpartum depression and ADHD. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so what did you learn? Quite a lot, actually. I didn't realize this was such a prevalent thing. I think it's a prevalent thing because like we've talked about like menopause. I don't know, you and I have talked about, and maybe we've mentioned on the podcast that menopause affects ADHD, right? And um okay. and we've definitely talked about PMDD, right? Um, so I just think hormones in the body in general affect ADHD more. But anyway, what did you learn? Okay. So um, among the women with ADHD, 16.8% of women of the women are diagnosed with depression during the postpartum period. Um, the prevalence of depression in women with ADHD is about fivefold higher than um, women with no ADHD diagnosis. Right. So I read so what that I read that it's three point three percent of women without ADHD. So that makes sense. Um, and then people, I guess, some women say that their ADHD seems to be worse postpartum. And then I was reading more about it, so I guess it kind of makes somewhat of sense. It says that estrogen enhances. The release of um, monoamine transmit neurotransmitters, dopamine and serotonin, release into the synapses of the brain when estrogen levels fall, when like after immediately after birth, they like plummet. So I guess they go up when you're pregnant mm -hmm. and then they plummet when you give birth. Mm -hmm. So then it makes it feel like your ADHD is worse because you've been on like this high for nine months. I is think there's other contributing factors too. Because it didn't really say much. That's all it really said. So that's just my takeaway from what it was telling me. I mean, I think that's definitely true because that does happen. Mm -hmm. um, that's just a fact of anybody who gives birth. Um, but also, your your every routine you've ever had is now shot to hell because you yeah. have a little person to take care of yeah you're not getting enough sleep and we've already talked numerous times about how about sleep sleep affects and how it's a good thing your brain right mm -hmm. so now your your routines are gone 
your sleep is all messed up and your hormones have changed radically. So yeah, it makes sense that your ADHD uh, characteristics that are challenging would be more challenging. But does the ADHD itself actually become worse or does it just feel like it is? I mean, like, can ADHD actually worsen? Well, you you can have more challenging symptoms. Okay. But right? it, like, physically can't get worse. Well, like, you know how bipolar, unmedicated bipolar yes. becomes worse? It's That's yes. not, like, the same thing. No, no, right? no. Because I think, it's my opinion, I think all neurodiversities are on a spectrum, right? So you can have, like... ADHD that's not as challenging or ADHD that's like super challenging, right? Right. And I think that after birth, the ADHD is super challenging because. Because of those changes. Because of those changes. And in addition, a lot of moms breastfeed. And if you breastfeed, you do not go back to taking your meds. So you've been off your meds for the pregnancy. Yeah. Or you should be, unless you're on non-stimulant medication. Talk to your doctor. Um, yes, please. Um, right? Talk, always talk to your doctor. Um, so you've been, but your body's had extra dopamine and right. estrogen and all that stuff during the pregnancy. So your ADHD probably seemed fine, a little bit of manageable, right? Yeah. But I mean, like people always like people always say like pregnancy brain all the time, right? When they're pregnant, cause they forget stuff. Um, so you're still having symptoms or characteristics. I don't like to call them symptoms cause you're not sick. Um, yeah. and then afterwards you're going to have all of those things, the low estrogen, lack of sleep, your routines are gone. And if you're breastfeeding, you do not go back on your meds. So all those things are going to have an effect on the challenges that you're experiencing. Mm -hmm. And so I think having all those challenges might play into the depression. It definitely, I read that like 25% of women with ADHD have postpartum anxiety. Yeah. I was about to get to that. Yeah. I've never heard of that. I've never heard of postpartum anxiety, but I read something like that too. Um. Yeah, research has. Oh, I wait. Yeah, research found that twenty five percent of women with ADHD had postpartum anxiety, compared yeah, to the four four point one six percent of women without ADHD. I'd also. I don't know about you, but like any study that I read about, none of them were done in the U.S. So I just think that's worth mentioning. Yeah. Right. Most of the ones I read about were done in Sweden, but yeah. Right. So I just think that's worth mentioning because it might be different here. I don't know. The study, this entire study that like this article was talking about, um, they just referred to it as the study. So I don't know what the study is, but there was a study. (laughs) There was a study. Um, It found that the risk of PPD, so postpartum depression, Mm -hmm. 
and postpartum anxiety was lower for women diagnosed with a psychiatric disorder before pregnancy than those who were diagnosed like during pregnancy i think after or like yeah after during right with the depression afterwards yeah or like ADHD, like I think in general, like the people who were like diagnosed like earlier, like before sure, they got you, pregnant. I mean, because then you, you already have your systems and support people in place. Exactly. So then they're more likely to like help. Like, okay, this is just normal. We're gonna help you. I mean, hopefully you've made a plan yes. in advance, hopefully. right? Yeah. I'm going off my meds. Who's going to do all the stuff that I normally do, or who's going to support me doing all the stuff that I normally do, or who's going to write like, I think most women make a plan for at least like the first couple of months after they have a kid, right. To get help and support in some way. But you know, if you have ADHD, or I would say probably any neurodiversity, um, you're going to want to have a a really set in stone kind of plan. Right. Because you know, you know, it's more likely you could get postpartum depression or anxiety. Mm -hmm. And you know, you're not on your meds, right? How long postpartum can it like. Depression. um, Will like start. Or I guess last, like, is it like an automatic thing, like right afterwards? Or is it like, you know, three months after, five months after? I think it's pretty soon after, but I don't know the statistics on exactly when it presents. Um, Okay. But I think it's, you know, pretty, pretty soon after, right? Especially if you're feeling it because you've lost all those hormones, right? You've lost those hormones as soon as the baby's left you. Yes. Right. So, um, so yeah, I would, I would think pretty soon, but I don't know exactly because I'm not a doctor. Right. You were not a doctor. I am not a doctor and neither Neither are you. Um, this article also talked about, um, so the study also reported that women with ADHD gave birth to their first child at a younger age than women without ADHD. So their their um, gap, their like age range for the younger part was 15 to 24 years of age compared to non-ADHD women, which is 25 to 34. So I don't know if the younger age plays a contribution to the postpartum depression. If you're younger, I would assume that you would be more hormonal because when I was 15, I'm sure. I don't know. I I would think, I would also think like just life circumstances are going to be very different if you're 20, if you're 15 to when you're 25, right? Yeah. If you're 25, you've, if you haven't gone to college, you've at least like been working for a while and have like accomplished some things right when you're 15 you're that's a sophomore in high school you haven't done anything right so I also though like that's an interesting age of range 
age ranges. And I know it's it the is. more typical, normal ranges for like people these days, but yeah. like, I guess I fit in that because I had you guys when I was 26 and I had Jack when I was 30. So I do fit in that, that age range, but you know, we're not encouraging people to get pregnant before they finish high school. Certainly. Um, but I always say like the younger you are, like the healthier you probably are. The healthier the baby probably would be. Right. (laughs) But not 15. <laughs> yeah, not, not 15. Don't do I'm that. I'm thinking like, you know, 22 to the rest of your 20s. Like, that's a good time to have children, right? Yeah. Just like biologically, right? That's when you're healthiest. But obviously, you want to make sure other things are in place before you have children. Like yes. support systems. <laughs> yes. Money, financial yes. issues, all those things. Yes. yes. Right. So um, I think we probably read the same article. It sounds like we read the same article. So they yeah. were also talking about like lower education levels yeah. or socioeconomic things, right? So mm-hmm. that's all going to, I mean, if you're worried about money, that's, like that's a huge worry, right? So that's going to add to anxiety or depression as well. Yeah. But I mean, is there things that people can do to prevent postpartum depression? Like if everything's hunkadory, like if you don't have to worry about like, you know, money or or a like support or anything, is it less likely that you'll No, cuz it have- really is I think, or is it just happens and you just have to deal with it? I think there are some people who are more prone to getting it, right? So like if you already have a history of depression, you're more likely to get postpartum depression if you, um, but like a cousin of mine had it with her first pregnancy. I don't think she had it with her second pregnancy, but, um, but she was very well educated and older when she had her first kid, right? So she wasn't, mm-hmm. she didn't fit any of those groups. Um, and she doesn't have ADHD, right? Like she was, and she was like, you know, she's a nurse practitioner. She's very well-educated. Yeah, um, very well-educated. She still, still had postpartum depression, right? So I think some of it's just going to be like biological, hormonal in your body, right? I just think the fluctuations of hormones in an ADHD brain have more effect on people than, than other times. Right. So, but I think there are a lot of things you could do in advance. So like you're not having a child yet, but you might in the next five years, right? Maybe. Maybe it's possible. Yeah. Yes. It's entirely possible. So, like, mm-hmm. what would you want to make sure you had in place? Um, support for after, like, the baby comes, definitely. Like, be really specific. Um, like, what kind of support would you want? Like, I don't know. I kind of would want you to be there. Okay. A parent? Um, a grandparent? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. 
Just because, like, you know, uh, I know men get maternity leave, too, right? Or they paternity they get, leave. Well, they get paternity leave. Yeah, not maternity. Paternity, but it's probably not for as long, right? I don't know. Some guy I, mean, I know. Women don't get very long. So. Some guy I know who works for a bank. He was in my summer men's group. His wife had a child um, right before our group started, and he had eight weeks, Okay, which is a pretty long long. time. But that just could be his company was really generous. I don't know. Yeah. Um, So, like, extra. So then, like, if, if Ian had to, like, leave and work, I wasn't just, like, you know, left solo. No. Not saying that I probably couldn't take care of it just solo. But I on unmedicated page probably shouldn't. But um I just think it's also like a really good idea for anybody to like make sure anybody who's gonna be involved with the care afterwards also knows the signs to look for for postpartum depression. Yeah. Right. So that would be good too. Right. So, like the husband and grandparents or close friends, whoever's going to be helping, um, should all have some like education. I think the article I read also said like the parents, the parent, the particularly the mother with ADHD should take some like parenting classes beforehand. Oh, that would be good. I mean, I just think. Everybody should take a parenting class, probably. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I didn't because it was nineteen ninety seven though. So right, because it's okay. But but I just think like you know, like a love and logic class or some kind of faith based class if you have a faith, um, can be just like really helpful because. Those little bikers, they don't come with an instruction book. Um, And they really do. I love the people who are like, oh, we're going to make the baby fit into our lifestyle. But it's just not going to happen. Children come out pretty demanding. um, Mm -hmm. And you, like, have to take care of them. So, like, learning, learning, even just, like, the easy stuff, like, I got really sick. Not, I mean, I was really, really sick after you guys were one, but I was in the hospital for that. So I was fine. Um, yes. But like, I got like the flu after Jack was born. Great job, Jack. And Good going. Like, but like, even then, because I didn't nurse you guys, because I had been so sick, right? I was full of drugs and stuff you guys couldn't have. Poison would so, be not great. So I was just like, I don't even know if I can take like, cold medicine and still nurse right like that'd be good information to know beforehand i would assume not um i i chose not to um right i just drank a lot of water and you know he was he ended up fine so i think that was a good decision he's more than fine (laughs) you know he's excellent all my kids ended up pretty good i did a good yes so you did but but like figuring out, like, I don't know, figuring out anything you're going to do as a parent beforehand 
and making sure you and your partner who are parenting together are on the same page is a wise decision. So some parenting classes, making sure everybody knows the symptoms of postpartum depression. Mm -hmm. Um, And then like a treatment plan, if like already knowing what you might do, if you do have postpartum depression, right? right? Because- there are some drugs that you can take and still nurse. Okay. So you would take like medicine. Sometimes, right? Or you might like is it the same treatment therapy. as if you had normal depression? It's is it, it can the be same really severe. No, no, no. I, I understand that part. Like, is it the same like treatment process as if it was normal depression? Like, you know, like therapy and medicine, therapy um, and that's medicine. Why it- that's my assumption, but I don't know. So um, like, I I remember learning about it in health class. I know it's like serious. It can be like very serious. Yes, I know. I know. I learned about it. Um. So you know. Um. Like I, the, there's a guy in my church and his wife is predisposed to having postpartum depression and had severe, like such bad postpartum with her first child that they actually had to keep her away from the child, except when she was nursing and she could only nurse like supervised. Um, right. So, but so I think, I think it's really important for the you know, it's really important for a child not to be completely separated from their parent, their mother either. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah. So the maternal infant bonding is important, but you want to make sure you're doing it in a safe, a safe way, um, yes. for mother and child. Um, so I'm assuming that the treatment is pretty similar. But I don't, I don't know. Um, Is there anything you could do to like. Prevent it. Prevent it altogether. (laughs) Um, Being depressed right after you have a child is probably not something most want to do. So some people take, um, take antidepressants like before they before it can even start, especially, I guess, if they have a history like of getting it. pregnant. No, they take antidepressants like at the very tail end of their pregnancy. And then, okay. right. Um, <clears throat> um, I guess like, um, having access to like, so, like already starting therapy beforehand. Right. Um, knowing that you have that plan and that you have more support Mm -hmm. could be helpful. Right. But I don't know that you can completely avoid it altogether. I don't know. Right. Okay. I don't think, you know, and it, I mean, I know it was 25%, but that means 75% of people don't get it. (laughs) That's true. Right. So it's not like it's a foregone conclusion. Oh, I have ADHD. I'm going to have postpartum depression. So right. you, it just, you have a, you have a one you know, in fourth chance, one in four chance, or 
three fourths chance fourth of not, chance not it. getting it. Yeah. That definitely sounds better. Um, yeah. And so, um, so yeah, um, therapy medications. I'm just looking it up. Apparently breastfeeding treating is also considered a treatment for postpartum depression. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, apparently there's limited data on it, but I mean, I, I mean, I just know what it's like to breastfeed and it does make you feel like connected, really nice and connected and bonded. And, Aww. you know, it's very sweet. Right. Um, until they start biting with teeth, but before oh. that, it's lovely. <laughs> no, I'll be biting <laughs> every now and then. It's a, it's okay. It's not as bad as it sounds. <laughs> um. So yeah, I would say like having a really really good plan. Yes. Preferably having a really good plan before you even have a child. But yes, people with ADHD are more impulsive, sexually active. They're more impulsive. They're usually sexually active at a younger age, right? So like, really setting some boundaries for yourself around your behavior to avoid mm-hmm. pregnancy if you're not actually ready to be a parent. Yeah. All good things, right? Yeah. Um, anything else for this no. one? Awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. Say goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you wanted to coach with me, see my information at bigbangcoaching.net. If you are interested in emailing us, you can reach us at the nd toolbox at gmail.com. And if you wanted to see our website, please go to the neurodiverse toolbox.podbean.com. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Neurodiverse Toolbox.